in the full day, I think. If you're still unmiserable, that is tough luck. <laughs> Tonight I want to speak about um, the four abodes which lead us also on if we can dwell uh, in them wholeheartedly. Um, they lead us on to happiness too. And this is what we also do all day long. For divine abodes. Abode is something like residence. Now we should not uh, um, um, understand uh, these <coughs> with respect to our practice as uh, physical places, but they are um, rather something spiritual, pertaining actually to a state of mind. And um, toward which we are um, developing in the four abodes, I haven't, I haven't mentioned them yet. Yes, um, loving kindness or metta, um, sympathetic joy or mudita, compassion or um, karuna, and um, stillness, equanimity, or upeka, for divine abodes. Divine, obviously, for the reason, because <coughs> they are um, high qualities of the mind, high states of mind. They are actually <coughs> the property of uh, every enlightened mind. So, um, to what um, understood these abodes as mental states, something spiritual, <coughs> it is to be understood, to, to um, see them um, as something to, to um, practice and uh, to uh, um, perfect myself in. We strive, in other words, with our efforts toward manifesting such mental states. And uh, also, they are somehow, I feel, very much connected to what we may call heart. They are actually an expansion of the heart, a widening of the heart. When these mental states um, become really deeply permeated by our understanding and uh, um, softness and friendliness and uh, um, perhaps devotedness, and so um, that then <coughs> when these mental states <coughs> begin to become our guidance, our natural um, um, co consciousness, which uh, relate us then <coughs> to the world um, according to these qualities, to these uh, um, 
mental states. <clears throat> you see, loving kindness to compassion and so on. And if we want to perfect ourselves as human beings, we, 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 we should really um, open up to, this, um, uh, to these efforts which will help us in developing these states of mind, which will help us widening our heart uh, for them or opening our heart for them, for these qualities, for these types of consciousness. And we should not at all pride ourselves uh, that we are on a spiritual path with um, um, ignoring the perfection of these four divine viharas or divine abodes. Um, actually, we couldn't even um, begin to think that we are on the spiritual path or we are walkers on the path without training ourselves in these mental states. They are um, they together. <coughs> oh, well, let me say it this way. There are two important fields in which we should train, <coughs> says the Buddha. They are really uh, the, the core of our practice and which lead us to um, the completion of a human being or help us to manifest ourselves in, according to our potential. So, actually these four abodes are the potential already if we can really um, live them and see them as our property. So there is that field which we call uh, the field of ethics and this, which is a base for, this, for our practice toward our um, great, uh, great completion. And the second field is this of the four divine abodes, <coughs> um, or of the, uh, the opening of the heart. <coughs> so, um, Without uh, uh, working and training in these uh, fields, we will really not be able to progress as meditators. And because it is kind of a difficult thing to do, um, it is necessary that we do a very systematic training and conscious training and bring effort forth. Our um, usual or ordinary consciousness is very narrow, is very pressed, is, is very hard. It has no openness and spaciousness. <clears throat> it is pressed down by all these um, um, tendencies, uh, which like um, fear and uh, uh, hatred and uh, despair and anxiety and uh, indulgences 
sensual desires, and so on. So um, the training to is actually a breaking out of this tightness, of this narrowness in our mind and heart to what to what wideness, softness, and uh, spaciousness, which really means nothing else but uh, grace, friendliness, um, caring, all these the opposite qualities of of being shrunk, shrunk or sh- is that right? <laughs> shrunk being closed and tight. Now, um, that um, how to do it would be again the great question. Well, as you noticed the way we are training here, it somehow is, you may recognize a few features or trends in our training which are actually geared to that. I think our training this afternoon on the lawn was directed toward that, toward more wideness in our heart, toward more spaciousness, getting away from the tendency of clinging, of holding on, and narrowness. And for a better, smoother, and perhaps um, um, more safer development of these um, um, divine abodes, especially of the first one, metta, or loving-kindness, the Buddha suggested <coughs> four qualities to consider and to train in these. We can also see mental factors, qualities, and that uh, they are, um, they, they are um, coloring and determining our consciousness. So, um, They, they, uh, if we pay attention to them, <coughs> will help us um, um, hurry up the process or make it easier. And there are 14. In, the, in a way, they are not so very strange from us. You will see in a minute that they actually already live in us and we experience them uh, uh, quite often. And um, only that we are not so quite um, conscious of them, of their goodness and their good effect they have upon our actions, our consciousness, which determines our action. So, because they are so very um, kind of ordinary, they're not very mystical, and they don't have great, great um, glow luster or gloss shine, let me say. Um, they are abilities, uh, I'm sorry, they are qualities um, in us in quite different proportions. You were, in some of us, they are, uh, some of them will be more developed or more function than others. Um, so they are uh, not in right balance, and uh, they are also not uh, 
sufficiently conscious. And when that is happening, then they are actually not serving as well. So for the purpose of better service of these lovely qualities of the mind, we should now look at them. The Buddha recommends to, to train consciousness in them. The first one, um, it, just plain ability. It refers to the ordinary worldly life, actually, and has a deeper reason. <clears throat> to have an ability, no matter in what trade or in what uh, uh, work or in what field of life, it, um, um, if it, uh, it gives us self-confidence when we have an ability by which we can create something or we can help something, we can uh, construct something. It gives, gives us a, kind of confidence and uh, confirms that we can do things and create. And that in turn uh, gives uh, joy and pleasantness and creates a good atmosphere for spiritual practice, for maybe uh, attentiveness and sensitive and intensive vipassana meditation. So. Um, you see, it is actually what it is saying here. You have to start actually with the worldly domain with when we want to train really thoroughly in the spiritual, uh, on the spiritual path. So the second um, uh, um, quality is um, ability um, in the term, not is close to that, is, is the attitude of being upright and uh, and straight in terms of being honest and um, not uh, secretive and behind the back and it is a certain openness also in this toward changes and also toward your own weakness and perhaps even to your failures so that is the the second uh, quality to consider and to practice in it and to uh, cultivate that. The third one is uh, a little like the second one. It's uh, um, the translation here said, not beating around the bush. <laughs> I have my notes in German, so I could translate three times. So, uh, not beating about the bush. You see, that is something also which appeals to our honesty, but at the same time, uh, in balance, um, not uh, elbow straightforwardness, in a sensitive way. That is actually always um, implied uh, when it, uh, it um, refers to a spiritual practice or a practice a cult, uh, to, uh, as a foundation for um, developing some uh, high qualities. So um, that is also very connected to that uh, quality of not being proud. Pride is a very great um, um, 
hindrance in us. It's a very uh, uh, negative uh, consciousness and mental quality, which makes us actually tell the untruths about ourselves. We are better than the others. So um, it's quite a negative attitude. So um, this um, third mental quality asks for reducing this, looking into this field of our action and our consciousness. And here it pertains to the worldly as well as the spiritual level. The fourth one is that attitude which, in which you are open for suggestions, for listening to the other uh, you, for listening to your uh, friends or to your um, uh, colleagues or maybe even your um, um, higher authorities. It is um, actually asking for a friendly openness for your ear and not, and by that we work consciously against that tendency to push back and to deny before we really have listened. Um, the defensiveness we have about ourselves is um, reduced <clears throat> here. The number five is um, similar. It asks, in addition to the preceding um, um, ones, um, for speaking mildly and modestly and open um, the heart to a kind of softness, your mind. You also are not occupied with that defensiveness, which is very, very powerful in us or that eagerness of, um, of expressing yourself and giving your um, um, uh, feelings or your opinion, Not, and overhearing, overhearing totally the, the other you with which you communicate. If you recall the group, one of our groups, we had um, discussed this case because we had a very uh, a direct uh, encounter with this in our behavior. And that is what it really is, what we are talking about, about uh, modes of behavior which uh, uh, are against our unfolding on the spiritual path or are for it. So the sixth one is content, and that is actually a very unpopular attitude nowadays. It's very rare to find a content heart or a content mind. We have developed a tendency in our unaware ways of living, which is just always against, which is always unhappy or unsatisfied. It's it's almost an inability sometimes it appears to to be content because of these uh, petty uh, 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 tendencies which we have allowed in our mind 
to to criticize and to to uh, um, uh, to deny and uh, um, not to agree and just to be be not content and it, it doesn't matter sometimes how much we have and how much we we uh, how affluent we are you may think uh, you are uh, on unemployment and you may feel you are have lots of reasons to be discontent about that but if you look a little bit closer you will find that you actually still have all the necessities of your life provided it's a matter of our demands you see that would here really be uh, suggested to, to look what is necessary for the su sustenance of our existence and what is above that and uh, that is I think um, that it can happen in a culture like ours which is uh, quite affluent uh, that so much discontent is around and that one has to say content is quite unpopular or very hard to find but you see <coughs> that uh, should not discourage us and say oh uh, we should uh, just also be modest and that ties also into the attitude of being content modest and start uh, with um, working with these mind spaces where we are at where we find ourselves and realize I am not perfect I'm actually an apprentice of life every art requires quite a great deal of, of apprenticeship or every craft and we don't uh, uh, bring that in relationship to life we are very greedy here we demand content right away without being giving ourselves into any apprenticeship the art of living so um, in this way we can contemplate and in this way we widen our heart that is widening the heart is just getting out of our personal attitude and clinging to one concept I am discontent or I'm unhappy and cling to that and and, and strengthen it from um, um, the, this narrow egotistic heart which is encased by nothing but but desire for something else so then we cannot see the good good uh, fortune we have it may, may be modest but it may be still is still a great fortune when you begin to look maybe to to those who have not that much or that fortune who have not even anything to eat at all i must say i have uh, had not not uh, um, um, to t at the times when I was actually uh, unacquainted with Vipassana meditation um, this aspect helped me a great deal to come to my own content and peace S not seeing me in relationship with what is more and uh, uh, what is um, more supplied 
um, than my circumstances or my situation. But I um, helped myself by comparing or looking to those who are less unfortunate. Even when I was um, in uh, um, um, civilian a prison camp in, uh, in Russia, where there were 2,000 people in one camp, and uh, it was quite uh, painful and quite uh, um, a lot of quite a great uh, uh, reason for being unhappy and discontent. But to keep my peace and uh, my, uh, con which means also content, I, I looked uh, around and saw, well, um, I'm still alive. And I saw others in sickness around me. Then um, that gave me again that feeling um, of uh, not uh, upsetting myself, of, of being content. Or I would say the attitude of gratefulness could come in here when you reflect more in this in this mental space. You see, we are talking about the possibility to, to train yourself along the line of this mental quality, content or contentment. And so we have to, 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 to kind of reach out to other perspectives so that our heart can open well, that doesn't mean now it, it becomes bigger here. No, it, it refers again to a mental space, to, to, to our mind which lets go of its insisting it is discontent or of the reason it finds uh, um, as, uh, uh, for his or for its discontentment. So, um, that is systematic and conscious training. And to this, please remember, you are invited and we are called for, for easing ourselves more in into that vast requirement of, which is the fir, uh, which means uh, uh, requirement of open your heart in total love, love and loving kindness. It's a big space includes actually all this and creates all these spaces. But in order to help that space, this, this is vast uh, uh, consciousness um, of loving kindness. Um, we are talking now about, about a few aids toward it, which, which uh, um, um, may be um, yeah, which make it easier. Well, they are as aids to be seen. So um, now number seven is closely connected to the preceding one. Um, we subdue here um, the greed we feel, which makes us discontent. In other words, um, we um, yeah, become perhaps a little bit more modest and subdued in our desires and in our demands and more uh, uh, accepting and looking at the situation in which I am in. 
and we can start with very little ordinary things, you know, um, the discontent we express in the early morning because it is raining. Totally unaware, uh, often I noticed, <clears throat> that the rain is actually wonderful at that time for the, for the plants and for the garden or so. And even if it isn't, it is just uh, if it was already so much rain. But to express um, discontent about it and, and take it as a, 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 a gate open, which opens to, to misery and a kind of a corruption of your heart um, uh, and lets you start the day wrong and uh, um, not in an open um, attitude um, is really um, not worth it. lets you start the day wrong and uh, um, not in an open um, attitude um, is really um, not worth it. It's, um, uh, so to wake up uh, to that means consciously working on this, the perfection or in, uh, uh, in this um, um, mental quality, yeah. With regard to very small things, we can begin. The loud noise of the car of the neighbor, or his coming back late, or the bell was ringing too, too loud this morning, or too harsh, or, you know, with relationship to climate, I already said that, to food. We have a great uh, aversion to many types of food and uh, colors and uh, so on of food. And um, uh, use that in an unconscious way to contaminate our heart. And you know, it is, heart means very mental space, it's very subtle. The smallest uh, motion or emotion um, uh, does change already and influence the, the, the attitude. Uh, influence the mind, consciousness. So another one is number eight, is just to become conscious of our um, activities so that we are not getting lost in too much, in too much busyness, to, an, to attain gradually a balance in it for enough rest and for enough um, 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 activity. Too much activity not balanced with rest uh, creates uh, gradually um, 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 excitement, uh, stress in us, and also some restlessness and unquiet naturally. So that is also the way, because we are not training in this uh, mental space, that we are speaking about stress. The stress is of which we uh, speak nowadays and refer to and see it as a condition is um, due to this uh, 
ignoring the training my mind in in this quality perfecting this balance for activity and another where that goes also for other um, uh, forms of unfolding just to get a sense of measure and uh, the next one is um, that um, ability um, to be very um, to be thrifty and to be economic and to be very um, careful with the um, means um, we have to to acquire things with and to provide for our uh, um, uh, for our living, living uh, unfolding, so we become thrifty. Uh, uh, to become thrifty and economic, and uh, is for, and also very appreciative. Um, appreciation uh, lays in it. You see, when I am um, careful with things around me which serve me for my life with regard to comfort or shelter and so on and if I'm not um, consciously living with these qualities um, I can become very wasteful with materials uh, we, I, we, we all have already a sense of that with regard to the exploit to the resources which increasingly become nowadays exploited and also run danger to be exhaust to, to come to exhaustion. Why? Because people don't train in this in this mental quality. We can say, of course, the society doesn't do it. But who is the society? The society is a human uh, is comprised of many human beings, and we cannot start with the entire society. So we have uh, uh, to start with us in our own. And now, look, how do I uh, live, uh, uh, manifest myself um, in this uh, mental quality? Where could I uh, uh, train more? Where could I be more careful and become more conscious in order to, to live according to these qualities? Be conscious, yeah. Not being wasteful. You know why also with respect to our mental training and practice, if we're not wasteful, we have to, to acquire more and we have to go and work and get the means to, to replace these things with which we are so squandering. And that means we have to give energies and it drains the energies for our a perfection on practice on the path. You see? It is all tied in. So, um, you probably connect now to the trend of recycling goes in here. Um, we are very, very active in this in the Desert Vipassana Meditation Center. Many things come from recycling uh, pro, um, 
from the recycling uh, movement. And sometimes very from the unorganized ones too, those which are rich, those um, um, many recycled objects come direct from the trash cans. So, um, then another um, quality to pay attention to and to develop um, is the, the quietness of uh, the senses, uh, to, see, to see that they don't push us and become too desirous and uh, excite us and uh, uh, um, uh, manifest themselves in, in uh, um, greed and um, indulgences. So um, we have to see um, when we want to want consciously to work with them that they become quieter, the senses, that they don't push us with their demands. <clears throat> and, uh, and that is already um, a very um, a practice which is already going in alignment with the mental training of the Eightfold Path. Then the next one is um, this ability that you are sustaining some certain quiet and don't allow yourself to be overrun by any other, by any kind of opinion which comes from the outside. That doesn't mean that you are just against everything, but that you permit um, some certain uh, sense here to think it over and use your intelligence, feel it, be balanced in it, um, and not um, uh, be overrun or influenced right away. That could uh, pertain to uh, um, positive influences or negative ones. This being wiped out by other emotions or enthusiasms, um, just to kind of keep cool. The next one is somehow along these lines uh, to uh, uh, observe your independence. Now that is a very delicate um, um, uh, space and um, it could uh, throw us into the opposite of now becoming very individual and doing all my way, it my way and my thing. That is not really meant. It's always tied in into the balance, the conscious working with these um, spaces means that it comes into balance. It isn't just, now I, I train independence, but I do train uh, uh, consciously to, to strengthen my enormous uh, dependency and, and see um, how I can become more, come more to strength and, and uh, um, more uh, um, um, confidence to myself, experiencing myself and my own abilities which to which I uh, uh, have uh, uh, which I have and maybe have ignored and overlooked to receive it consciously. 
Then, um, then la next one is to become conscious of our tremendous selfish and egotistic clinging to our clan and to our family members. Most have not so much problem with that. They have the opposite goal. <laughs> but that is not true. That is on, mostly referred to your parents and in-laws. But when it goes to your children, and to your husband or to your lover and beloved one, then this has some validity. And there you would probably need to look into it, how much you cling and, and how greedy we really are in our uh, 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 grasping for that company and, this, and, and, and strengthening this attachment. And the last one is um, perhaps the most um, um, uh, closest uh, to the uh, spiritual, uh, to the Eightfold Path, or to, in the direction to this, or on the spiritual, uh, uh, um, spiritual. I sometimes cannot remember. Um, it's the closest to the spiritual training, yeah. And that is uh, saying, please stay away from all that what the wise ones blame. What the wise ones do consider as um, not profitable and wholesome. And that refers uh, to sila, to the ethical unfolding. And that is also for us, we do Vipassana meditation on um, uh, meditators, perhaps um, opening our understanding that um, um, we should not rely totally on just on concentrating form of meditation or just on concentration and developing that and to rely on that alone. But to understand that all these forms and states of mind, which I just mentioned, um, uh, have um, uh, equally have to be considered. The, these are these 14 steps as, uh, uh, to which are um, um, helping us in the unfolding and um, our, of the um, eight uh, of the four divine abodes or these four great uh, mental states of the wise ones and to help turn our behavior um, in such a way that they are uh, allowing us to manifest ourselves in them. For the assistance of the development of these great four um, um, heart uh, expansions or divine abodes or divine abodes. And um, you see, it really is um, um, also to understand for us that it is a self-training, a, a self-schooling, and that it is enormously important um, to, 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 to do that. And also to understand that the, med the practice, <coughs> the meditation practice, um, is not an end for itself, but um, that it together 
with this type of self-training make the progress, not only one thing, not one alone and not the other. They give each other hand and uh, um, uh, supplement each other or uh, support each other. There is no uh, success in meditation if we do not uh, uh, give ourselves to self-discipline. A mind um, not trained in self-discipline can never uh, have the power to get rid of all the impurities and all the disturbances of the mind um, in which he lives. That is actually the mind's condition, these uh, disturbances, these negativities of greed, hatred, desire, and uh, all the other friends we uh, so often have mentioned. Um, so. Um, these two uh, are uh, enormous uh, prerequisite for the de higher development, higher uh, spiritual training, and especially with regard to these four. And this is actually a higher training when we are consciously working toward these great uh, qualities, which are all called the four divine abodes. So. Um, they, um, they allow us uh, easier to come to clarity and to insight and also um, hasten the process and um, also to uh, ease us in and open our mind and heart for that space of loving-kindness and metta. If we work um, and train in a conscious way with all these 14, then matter, um, which is the space and mental atmosphere of um, um, selfless love, which is um, uh, creating in its when it is in action um, harmony and. Um, um, very healthy conditions, content conditions and peaceful conditions. Um, and so uh, um, that is a vast, uh, vast space and a very difficult thing to do, to be open and without distinction and uh, a reservation for yourself. It is selfless in that way to relate to life always in a, in a positive way, in a way where you create uh, uh, wonderful conditions around you, where you are um, 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 lighting the flame of or the candle of friendliness and human warmth and caring and harmony. So that is not at all a loving kindness, this space is not at all the personal um, in uh, love and uh, kindness, uh, which uh, actually is always connected and tied in, in some kind of personal motive for, for uh, my own 
um, um, serving also at the same time for my own happiness. It has motives. This base, this consciousness, when it acts and um, has no uh, no um, personal motives, and it doesn't expect anything back either. It is selfless. It is concerned um, uh, solely uh, about the um, 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 welfare of the receiving one, where your love and your friendliness and your kindness is uh, communicating and directed to. You even do not expect any thank, thanks and any um, um, appreciation. That's a very hard space to train in. We are so depending upon that and uh, uh, so craving for any affirmation and for any appreciation. We want to be esteemed for it and noticed for it. It's, it's very difficult. And in addition, uh, when you consider how much unkindness um, um, exists in the world, how actually, how little support we have for acting in such way and training ourselves in this, um, is, um, it's very, very hard task. So we have to overcome this <clears throat> pointing to, uh, to, to the outside that there is the unfriendliness and maybe take it as a justification for ourselves or as uh, uh, um, not finding reasons for uh, neglecting your training in this. And that means really widening your heart when you can do it um, without any any without being influenced by the hindering forces around you, such as we just mentioned. And especially also that is that kind of friendliness which has no um, and love and um, grace, no love and kindness which has um, no distinction. You are uh, without uh, um, exclusion like the sun moving to wherever your side and your communication goes and also to those which are um, maybe you think not worthy or ugly or uh, uh, um, um, defensive or uh, display a behavior which really doesn't, is not friendly and invites your friendliness. That is where really training sets in, where you let go of your um, um, criticism and uh, your um, 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 like here or preference or your indifference perhaps and maybe consider or reflect um, um, that perhaps it is just those who are ugly and, uh, and um, defensive and uh, unkind 
are the ones who need your love and kindness. For perhaps they are in expressing themselves in these unfriendly ways because they have nobody who loves them or who is kind to them. Oh, that would be really metta and that would be conscious training and also that would be very modest training. You start really on, on bottom line, so to speak, with the ugly, with the unhealthy, with, the, uh, with that what, you're, what you rather would not pay attention to. I uh, um, think of my um, great feelings for animals and uh, their suffering. So um, students who come to my train to train and want to go into deep practice and into sincere practice, and the first we first time or a few times, I will send them to the animal shelters to help there and to 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 train in loving kindness and and uh, friendliness and to overcome, uh, to turn away from um, that what is um, very unkind and, um, and suffering that goes also into training in the third um, um, heart expansion, uh, compassion. So we can do that or help in, in, in uh, um, or just be open to that and in a very um, conscious way um, overcome these subtle resistances and turning away tendencies in us. That preference for more pleasantness perhaps. Um, so that would be real kindness and real loving kindness and real metta. So um, as uh, you notice, it is a training step by step and it is um, a really um, a slow process too. We cannot just ca- uh, accomplish that um, with our thoughts and uh, good intention. It is also not a uh, thing which you can at New Year's Eve make a good resolution now to be always kind. It doesn't work that way. We, <clears throat> um, but if you are modest in it and go move on step by step, it gradually opens the heart to kindness and friendliness <clears throat> and you begin to, to sense the warmth and uh, the beauty of it. Um, um, for um, um, when you act in this way, you you get a return. You see, it has an effect. <clears throat> it has created good conditions, and that pleases you. That makes your heart light and and happy and friendly again. So it supports then the friendliness. It is then not any more so difficult to stay open with your heart that, and your mind. So it becomes your second nature, so to speak. 
and what is happening really is that you overcome in this way your tremendous fears you have which you mostly create out of your ego-centeredness and uh, ego-centricity um, fear and uh, restlessness and unquiet and unsatisfied attitude all that actually um, changes when you work um, in that in that way especially this um, quiet unrest takes a, a, a tremendous transformation um, it 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 uh, opens up that that space to the to the uh, attitude of love toward life around you and you let go and that I has to let go of this feeling of this fear and all of whatever you cling to and and uh, hinders you for that openness <clears throat> so um, and that is the, the, the great beauty of it, <clears throat> it, it sh that it uh, diminishes tremendously the power of fear and also also anger or um, um, putting yourself down that's also a very strong tendency feeling so um, and um, of course when you have uh, or see yourself uh, functioning in that open space of love and loving kindness you can concentrate much easier you have energies open for your practice of attention and mindfulness um, and in that you overcome very naturally um, um, your hindrances the force hindrance remember and restlessness so um, and when these two when these co these negative um, qualities fall and diminish uh, you are uh, again so much more free